Welcome to the couch Randomness, that's what I was trying to say. You being a little random I'm over there? A, I'm being a little random. This is episode number eight. Yay. I am John. I'm Rose. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about Avengers Infinity War. Of course we you are. might have heard of that might movie. Might have heard of that movie. Uh, we're also going to talk about taking your phones to movies. Weird. Very. Very weird. So, Nintendo got a new president. Let's, let's talk about him a little bit. On top of the Nintendo Switch getting its online services, or just Yay. what could be coming... Also, Chucklefish has a new game coming out. The people who did, who produced Stardew Valley, yeah, they got something new. I'm excited for this one. I really am. Face Palm of the Week, of course. This one. It's in there. It's in there. This one's, ooh, it's cringy. Oh. And let's finish off with esports. Well, not just, just esports in general. Esports and scholarships. How's that going to change the landscape of schooling in general? Exactly. So sit down on this couch and let's have some fun. So John's over here falling asleep on me. Oh yeah, just a little bit. That is just... not okay. Well, it's not that because is not okay. I know it's not, and it's not because of the you podcast. Gotta, you got to quit these late night gaming sessions. I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually really really <laughs> digging Sea of Thieves now that we've got a crew of four. Now that you have friends. Now I got. I have friends. Oh my god, you have friends. I'm so excited! Yay, yay, with my friends. So John's been up till like midnight the past three nights in a row. God, last night. I didn't get, it was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I tried to get you to get a bed earlier and you were ignoring me. Well, we had to finish. The, I, we had to finish <laughs> the mission. There's no pause, there's mom. No, I'm sorry. There's no pause. <laughs> I got to finish the game. It's not like the switch where I could have just, all right, guys, I'll, I'll be back in the morning and just put it to sleep. I don't think that would have worked even on the switch. No, probably not. So let's let's talk about a little movie. Let's yeah, just this tiny, tiny little movie. Tiny you little movie. might have heard about it. It's just, I mean, Avengers, Infinity War. I mean, let, let's so let's go in. We went to see it on Thursday, and I loved it. We don't want to get into spoilers. No, we're not going to get into spoilers. But I loved one. it. I was absolutely impressed and just not ready at all. No, uh. Whenever you see it, if you have not seen it yet, please keep in mind this is part one. That's the only one I want to tell people too. Is like we'll this get is part two next year. We have two movies between now and part two, so just kind of keep that in mind. Goodness gracious! What are you looking up? So I wanted to see how much it actually made this <laughs> uh-huh. weekend. And what are they at? Uh, like early Sunday numbers is already off to a record-breaking start. The Marvel Powerhouse looks to open in North America with $250 million. Oh, my God. That'd be enough to surpass the title holder of Star Wars A Force Awakens, which opened at 248. (laughs) So it's going to beat it, probably beat it by $2 million. Yeah. And rightfully so. Honestly, yeah. This movie was... This was amazing. It was amazing. Like... And I was very, t- me personally, I was concerned of how are you going to balance so many people, 22, 23 main characters. Yeah. I mean, 18 movies worth of characters. How do you balance that? And they did a good job. God bless the Russos and the writers of literally putting that all together and making it flow pretty well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm trying to think if there's any kind of slowdowns or any kind of pacing issues that I had with it. And Honestly, I was okay with it. Yeah, actually, I was too. But I well, no, I don't want to say that. Yeah, but I mean, but it it literally is 
story. It, it's a lot yeah. of it's a lot more story than I anticipated. Okay. So I'll say what I was going to say. I love story dense movies. Yeah. Uh, for a comic book movie, this is very story dense. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, and that's fine. I don't think that's a spoiler at all. No, it, it's but just, it's really good. It's really good how they tied everything, not tied everything together, but brought everything together. Yeah. And you cared. Like, yeah. I was very like, why am I going to care? Like, someone's going to get like left behind in the sense of on the cutting room floor. Just they didn't yeah. get enough time. In, but, on screen yeah. to make a difference. But pretty much everybody in the movie for the part that they had made a difference. Made a difference. And, and like they had a good moment to shine. Yeah. And it wasn't like forced in there. Which, yeah. So, which kind of felt but, like that in Civil War. Civil War and a little bit of Age of Ultron. Like yeah. some of the characters were just forced in there and like, oh yeah, yeah don't forget, Sam is here but, from. Yeah. But I feel like that's what happens when you have those 18 movies to set this up. Yeah. Because they started setting this up in what, like the second or third one? Or was it in Iron Man? I don't remember. Oh, oh the Infinity Stones? Yeah. And, uh, Thanos first showed up. No, uh, technically it would be uh, the first Avenger, Captain America, because that was the okay. Tesseract. That's the first time we saw that. No, but we saw Thanos before that. I thought no. I the first know. no. The first time we saw we legitimately saw Thanos was the end credit of Avengers. That okay. was the first time we actually saw him and knew he was actually in the MCU. Okay. So, and everyone freaked out about that one, but yeah, I I liked it. Every yeah, and they had so many surprises. Yes, they did. They had so many plot twists and good ones. Good ones. Like I was not prepared. No, I really was not. Oh, and there is uh no spoil. Not telling you who. But there is this like five second scene with three girls. Yes. And if they ever want to do a spinoff with those three. And make that a movie. Oh, my God. I'm in. I would watch the crap out of that. I, I would I would find a way to produce that myself. Oh, yeah. I would love to. I would love that so much. Just that like. And I even leaned over to you at, during yeah. the movie going, I want this movie. And I was just like, oh, that would be perfect. I want this movie so much. That would be much. so perfect. I. The okay, let's let's how can we do this without like spoiling like special effects? Fantastic. Yes. Oh, uh, there was no, I can't say I can't say what it was, but there was one scene where I was just like, that doesn't look quite right. Uh, it involved Bruce Banner. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. One. Bruce like, Banner. Like gone? there was there was one scene where the special effects right around him just didn't didn't. didn't oh, they weren't as good. I know which one. It I was know still good, but it was not as good as even the others in that scene. Yeah. OK, I'm with you on that one. I was like, what did you just say? No, Let's, it was it was his. Yeah. that I had it almost an issue with Josh Brolin is Thanos. Yes. Oh, my God. He's absolutely Thanos. It, it's amazing. Like it's it's one of those weird concepts of. You almost lean toward rooting for him. Yeah. Like he did. They did a good job of making him like legitimately scary. Yeah. And. He is definitely one of my favorite, like probably my favorite villain. Yeah. Because Loki is an antihero. Loki's an antihero. He is my favorite villain. Killmonger. Killmonger was really good. I wish yeah. they didn't kill him in yeah. Black Panther because that would have been great. I would love for him to come back. To ha- yeah. To have him again. Yeah. But Thanos, like, the buildup to him was just, he he is the scary person who just wants to yeah. kill everything. And he is, but his story of why 
Makes sense. Made sense. And I'm like, oh, my God, you gave this villain an actual backstory. Yeah. I don't want to say heart, but technically heart. Yeah. yeah he actually had a, a motivation that made enough sense that wasn't really that, that that's yeah. what we're going with. It really was something to the point of I, I actually I get why you're doing it. Do I agree with it? No, no. but I understand. Yeah. And and that was very magical to me in a weird sense, because I, I didn't know how they were going to actually perceive Thanos. Yeah. So I, I actually portray really portray re- Thanos. Per- yeah, portray Thanos and what what was his character and yeah. why he was doing that. What would be his reason for yeah. getting the Infinity Stone? I really loved that. Also, you correct me if I'm wrong on this. Okay. What do you think of Benedict Cumberbatch's? Uh, I thought it was better. His, yeah, his I uh, accent was his, a lot better. That his awful American accent was better than it was. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I thought about that when he showed up. I'm like. Oh, it's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah, good, I was just you, like, you know what? You've been working on this. This is not as heartbreaking. Yeah. Because he goes so nasal. He does go so nasal. He This one, he was a little... And I understand because it's a different accent and yeah. it's easiest to do that when you're nasal. Exactly. But this one, he really kind of... But kinda, he has such a good voice. He he actually made it work. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It was but, much better. I mean, what... He, I don't know if he got a new coach or if he just worked more... But whatever's going on, keep going, yeah. please. I what what can you say about this movie? That and I mean, it uh, was go see it, go see it, absolutely, go like, see it right now. It was amazing. I like. like I, said, I really want to see it again to see what I missed. Is it cool? I want to go see it in the IMAX, non 3D. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I actually really want to go to a so non 3D IMAX. We gotta to, try and make that happen. Yeah, this this one, I, I like. I do want to go see it again. It was yeah. everyone. Ma- I, I love, and I know I'm harping on that one, but I love that everyone made sense. Yeah. Everyone got their time to shine. And I, I didn't expect that to happen at all. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they're like, there's Rocket. I mean, yeah, he, there's the Guardians. Cool. And keep on going. I, I had money. I was trying to figure out who was going to be left kind of. Yeah, he's a main character, but he's just there. Uh-huh. And no one had that. No. And I, I love that. Well, maybe Groot. But that's because Groot's a kid. Groot, yeah, Groot's a teenager. Groot's so, a teenager. So now. it kind of worked, actually. It really did. Like, just, he was there, but that's because he didn't technically, quote-unquote, as a teenager, want to be but there. But he acted so much like a teenager that it... It was awesome. I was sold. And I, I was like, sold, honestly. I liked that. I liked the color palette of it, too. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to get a little nitpicky on it, I liked that it was the Russos, and you could tell they... They kind of darkened just a little bit. And when vibrant they, colors were there, well, like they, they made kept, sense. They kept the color palette of what was already there for each of the characters. Yeah. Like when you're on Earth, it's one color palette. When you're in space, it's a different color palette. When you're on this planet, it's another cal- color pl- palette. Wakanda has a different color palette. Yes. And but it would stayed true they, to yes. Black Panther's color palette. So I was okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree. I yeah. I cannot say I love this movie enough. Go oh, see it. Seriously. Tell us what you think in the yeah. comments. In the comments or find us on social media. Yeah, anything. At Let, the geek let, level. Let's have a good discussion. No spoilers. Yeah. Unless we're direct messaging. Then I'm completely fine with spoilers. Well, like here in the next week or so, I feel like spoilers are just going to happen. Probably. I, I agree. So well, let's go to a giant pet peeve of mine. Uh, What's your pet peeve? My giant pet peeve is I love going to movies. That's not a pet peeve. But when I'm in movies, I hate seeing cell phones. Oh, yeah. I, I legitimately that. hate it. And unfortunately, the guy sitting next to me 
Uh-huh. In Infinity War, his phone kept on going off. <sighs> like, I don't, I'm like, dude, why are you... He was also the only one that left before, before, the, th- before the, the credits the were done. Credit. Yeah. Like, the credits started and he just he got, got up, up and, and left. And I was just like, if you had something to take care of that much, why didn't you leave the movie earlier? I And I was with you, I'm like... Is this like your first Marvel movie? You're literally, it said directed by the Russo brothers and yeah. he was out the door. Oh, and, like, and by the way, there's only a credit after the credits. Yeah. There's, there's only, only one a scene, scene after I, the credits. Yeah, that's fine. But no, I hate seeing phones in movies. Yeah. It, it's it, just annoying. The light's too bright. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be kind of whiny about it, but it, it takes me out of the movie. Yeah. So Fox is making a choose-your-own-adventure movie where the crowd controls what happens with smartphones. Who thought this was a good idea? Not me. Because... Not me. Remember, I don't know if anyone remembers, there were a couple years ago, I want to say it was either AMC or Cinemark. I don't know, it was a big movie theater Theater? company Uh that actually was going to start catering to millennials, where... This was almost a millennial showing, and if your phone's out, it's not a big deal. Oh, they talked about that in the article oh, they, about how that's still there's that is still in the works. That's still, oh my god. And I'm oh just like, god. if you're going to do that, then you almost have to section off like the back two rows of oh, the theater. That's fine. Yeah, the back two rows where I do not have to see them. <laughs> that's fine. If I don't see you, I don't care. Yeah. But if you're like, sitting right next to me. If the movie is awful and I'm at the back, or at the very least there is nobody behind me, then sure, I'll be on my phone a little bit. Pacific Rim Uprising, looking at yeah. you. But yeah, that's fine, because usually, like, if the movie's so bad, people know about it, and there's very few people in the theater. Or if you're lucky, it's a movie people were excited for, and ten minutes in, you know it's a bad movie, and everyone just starts commenting yeah. on it, and it's pretty much... <laughs> looking at you, Last Airbender. Yep, it's, it's pretty much... Um, just Mystery awesome. Science Theater 3000. Right. Pretty much you're doing a live one with yeah. everyone, and it's awesome. But I, I have problems with this on both carrying I, a cell phone into a movie. Yeah. And the technical aspect of are they putting Wi-Fi in there and enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to support 200 cell phones at one time to choose the adventure? <laughs> Seriously, that, just how do you do this? How, like, it would almost have to always be in one of the smaller theaters where yeah. it's, like, no more than 100 people. Yeah, exactly. And the production. Uh, let, let's talk about the production of a movie oh that is goodness. Choose Your Own Adventure. So is it going to be an A and B kind of idea? Is it going to be A, B, C, D? Do I have to film multiple different Indians? Yeah, How does it would. And we, as as gamers, we have been burned by the Choose Your Own Adventure concept. Because our, our choices kind of don't matter. That being said, Telltale does a pretty good job. Telltale does good a job, but, but it's still, they do have a specific end. Yeah, and they still lead you in you this can, direction. You can still change the ending a little bit. Um, that being said, Detroit Become Human has God knows how many endings. That, that, uh, and I was going to get to that one. That is the... We're going to put that one to the side because that hasn't come out yet. But so how yeah. many beginnings and endings or how many but endings? But then like visual novels have a bunch of different endings too. True. But but those are not I'm filmed. Not, I'm those not are watching, static pictures. I'm not watching uh, Dwayne Johnson film, act in something. Yeah. That's the thing. They're static pictures and we can control that a little bit easier. Yeah. This is all right. So 
all right, guys, if they all choose A in the adventure, we're going to go in this route. But if they choose B, we're going to have to go halfway across the world and film these five or six scenes. Yeah. And I look at that from a production value of that makes no sense on top of just an well, to me, it does kind of make sense because then you have a bunch of people that are going back to the movies to see a different ending. So it actually makes a lot of sense with that. Because so we're, that's, we're, we're cluing it is what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're making clue. Yeah, except on the big screen scale. On the big screen scale. And yeah. we get to choose it instead of just randomly going to a theater and you don't know which ending you got. I mean, it's kind of like when we went to see uh, Game Grumps Live and we were playing uh, Mario Party 10. Yeah. And it was audience partic- participation. And sometimes I didn't get the choice that I wanted because everybody else in our section chose Voted something else. else. That's true. So it's going to be something like that. And they even mentioned that in the article about, well, what happens if your choice never gets chosen? Then you've just paid for a movie that you didn't want to see. See, there you go. And so do you, as a person, do you go back to the movie and try again? Is that? And that's the thing. They almost have to have a disclaimer saying, hey, you know, we have to deal with majority rules. Yeah. So if you don't like it, come back. Come back. I but I see there being a lot of repeat, repeat ticket yeah. sales. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that one when it comes to making money. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. It really does. It's just... But you I, also have to make it a good enough story that people will want exactly. to Exactly. And that's where I'm not... I am hesitant on that being pulled off. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can make a good enough story to choose your own adventure in a movie theater. Plus, I mean, technically... You can actually make choices where the story ends in five minutes. What happens with those? I mean, good story writers, you're not going to write those endings. Exactly. But that's a thing. Like back when they had the choose your own adventure novels, like some stories would end a lot sooner. Yeah. God, what which one was it? It's Far Cry 3 or 4. I want to say... You can actually end the whole game in seven minutes. <laughs> like you get captured. Yeah. And it kind of tells you, gives you that out, out, like the bad guy walks away and you can, that's, that's obviously your cue to go. All right, I got to break out. But yeah. if you sit there and he comes back, credits roll and that's yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're right that you could, in theory, write a story where, I mean, if everyone, oh, yeah. A hundred percent of people choose happens, this one. It happens in visual novels. It happens just all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm hesitant on it. Will, will we go see one? Yes. Yeah. I, and it's enough of an intrigue to me that I'm, I, I'm down to try. I feel like for the most part, this would be better as like a Netflix type thing. Just something where you can stream it yeah. and come up with all the different endings on your own. Yeah, I agree. Where it's a smaller set of people. Yeah. Where you can invite like five or six people over and duke it out that way of who wins. Yeah. But yeah, when you're sitting at at least a hundred people. I mean what would be cool though, what would be really, really cool is if you wait a couple weeks mm-hmm. and go to the first showing where you've got a, a really got, high like, likelihood people. you've got five people. Or it's just you. <laughs> yeah. And then you can make your own movie. That's kind of cool. But then what happens if it's just you and me and we each pick some one thing different? We arm wrestle to the death. Of course. With that. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. No, I'm uh, just wondering, like, how does the movie pick it at that point? 
That's a good one. That's a good question. Like, like if it's it is a only straight two- up 50 50 split. Yeah. What choice do you what, go what with? Choice, what choice do you go with? That's a good question. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens yeah. with Fox. If this even becomes a wait. thing. Wouldn't it be wait, Disney? Is it Fox? Yeah, it's Fox. I just oh, said I that. I missed like, that. I said Fox. Yeah, Fox is making a choose your own adventure. Huh. So, yeah, it'll be Disney. Yeah. Huh. New streaming service. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but the, yeah, weird, weird. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that is a to be continued. I'm I'm interested in it. Definitely. I hate the idea, but I'm interested in it. Yeah. So. What? What's our next topic? I feel like I haven't done much in life because of this next topic. Oh, I understand. Like legitimately feel like I have not done enough to. I don't know, be successful, make a name. I don't know. There, there's something weird. And I, I'm trying to be funny about this one. So Nintendo. <laughs> you sound very serious I know. about it. It, yeah. it is not. <laughs> I, I, it came off wrong. I'm sorry. It came off wrong. So on Thursday, uh-huh. Nintendo announced a new president. That blows my mind because he is the sixth president in the 125 year run of Nintendo. Let that sink in. Yeah. Let that bad boy sink in. Plus, the fifth president has only been president since 2015? 2015, 2016. Somewhere in the article. So, Tashima... Oh. Oh, God. Why do you do this Why do I do it? Here, I've got it right here. I still have to find his name. Oh, no, no. Okay. Hold on. The president is uh, Tatsume Kimishima. Yes, that's how you pronounce it. The original... The president right now, Tatsume you Kimishima, your screen and then took it immediately sorry, away. Is stepping down and being replaced by forty-one-year-old, forty-six-year-old, forty-six-year-old Shuntaro Furukawa. 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 Yeah, it's exactly how it looks. Okay, Furukawa. Furukawa. Now, he's forty-six. Yeah. That's crazy. It's not that much older than us. No, it's not. Relatively. Relatively. It's not. But I kind of dig it because reading through this article and just kind of getting an idea of what, why. I mean, yeah. you're, I mean, Kimishima is riding the high of the switch. Why are you backing out? Like, because what happened? That was his plan. He wanted to get sales up and then he wants to hand it over to somebody younger. That blows my mind, but I truly respect that. Yes, that That is amazing. We're all right. I am an older gentleman. I got us back. I I straightened the ship. Yeah, I got it back from sinking from the Wii U cannonball (laughs) that hit it. Well, also, Furukawa actually helped with the Switch sales, too. That's true. Launching the Switch. That's true, because he's a marketing genius, apparently. And that... Marketing genius, that young, and had an executive position with a Pokemon company. Yeah. I am now legitimately excited and truly respect Kimishima for what exactly what you said. Like, all right, got it good. I'm stepping back now because I we need someone. We need a, the younger team who is who more. Connects in, more with our audience. With, who connects more with our audience. Good Lord, do I respect that more than anything going. Yeah. Did it. We're good. Here you go. Keys to the kingdom. <laughs> You are younger. Yeah. You have Pokemon. You understand marketing because the marketing of the Switch is absolutely genius. Plus, let's be honest, in this global global world, he speaks English. And he speaks English. Fluently. He's fluent in English. And I agree with a lot of people asking, going, are we going to see him 
in the directs like Mr. Iwata did cool. with the Iwata Speaks. I, I think that would be a great idea. And I absolutely love this. Now, yeah. I mean, and, and it's cool just that he's 46. I, I There's yeah. something about that. He's the president. He's one of the youngest presidents. Of Nintendo. And you're 46. My God. For those of you sitting there going, oh, but that's so old. Please keep in mind, we're oh. living a lot longer. What yeah. are you doing? Sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't know. I didn't have my uh, sound muted. So I had an ad going. I don't know who that was for. I don't know who that was for. I know. But speaking of Nintendo, and uh-huh. my congratulations to the new president. Yes. We're getting uh, some possible details about the Switch's online service. Oh, yeah. In May. Which we'll be getting the information in May. This is not the uh, the service is not coming no, no, until no. later this year. Yes, yeah, it's not coming. Till but we're getting the information here in the in the next week or next, two. Yeah, because it says early May. So, yeah, we could be talking about what at least some ideas of what we're getting in May or next podcast. That's what I was trying to say. Blah, yeah, blah, Next blah. podcast, we might be talking about the announcement, the announcement, which would be really, really cool. Now, it's a steal for this. Oh my god! Like the online service, is legitimately a steal. Yeah, is it's twenty dollars a year. I do not know why you would pay like the three ninety nine a month when you can pay twenty or, bucks for a year, or the eight dollars for three months. That makes no financial sense to me. Maybe it's just to try it out, and that's fair. Like, if, if you just like, if we needed to gift it to somebody, just be like, hey, try this out for a month. We'll play some games. We'll see if you like it. If you don't, then you don't no, have no, to no, keep paying. That's true. That's a good point. Although we would probably just gift a year. Yeah, I mean, might as well just gift a year. Because, I mean, it's 20 bucks comparative to the Xbox Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus being... $60 each. And we both have those. Yes. So it's $240 that's, for us. Yeah. And then we're going to throw on another 40 for Nintendo. Yeah. I'm I very, never said that we made good decisions. Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm this is another thing that interests me so much. One, because it got pushed back. Mm-hmm. So what did Nintendo realize going, oh, we don't have this. Or I we- think they just wanted to get the switch out to a lot more people and give us a chance to try online play. Yeah, because so far online playing for like play for like arms and Splatoon or like uh, the Mario Kart. Mario Kart or the balloon stuff for Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Like that's all been free because we don't have to pay for online. Exactly. So I'm guessing it's something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, and that does make sense. Kind of get more switches into the wild and let people understand and experience it about it. I'm also, what, what do you like want out of this online service? Cause I mean, 20 bucks a month. I have not sure. 20 bucks a year. I'm sorry. Yeah, 20 bucks a year. I'm wondering what all we can actually get from 20 bucks a year. Like, what what is something like, thank you, Nintendo, for giving us this. And I, I have I have my doubts about 20 bucks a year of what we could actually get out of it. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know what all there could be. Um, I mean, I think that there could easily be... Uh, perks or like coupons for some of the games that you buy sure um maybe some stuff for the my nintendo okay uh like stuff that i could add into my animal crossing pocket camp game okay all right because i have both of those connected to my my nintendo yeah okay so maybe something like that um i 
would love to see some kind of old school Nintendo game that's available for me. Yeah. Which they they have announced that they're going to release old school Nintendo games, but it's going to be centric on like an online multiplayer concept. So you and I could be playing like Super Mario 3 together. See, I'm not sure how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, and that, I'm, I'm glad you, you said that because I, I feel the same way. I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't care. I'm just like, I don't really need that. Yeah. I, I have come to the conclusion that we will not be getting a virtual console in the sense of what we know it as on the Switch or on, I'm sorry, on, on the, the Wii, Wii U and the Wii U. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. I think, I think if Nintendo is smart, Mm-hmm. They will take the page out of Xbox Live and do the Game Pass thing. I could see something like that. I would be completely fine with $20 a year and you give me access to three games, three, five games, or you just start opening it up and tearing it down the road going, all right, this yeah. is being successful. What happens if we do like Xbox Game Pass is $10 a month? What if we do $10 a month? And we open up more games for you on a virtual console sense. And you just have to download them. Because let's be honest. Super Mario 3, not going to take up very much space on your Switch. No. Like, a lot of these games are not going to take up any space. Or like, you know, you pay an extra $10 a year, you get access to the NES library. Another $10 gets you the SNES library. Yeah. Stuff like that. If they tear it out right. Because I know they talked about making game, kind of conforming to the games with a service idea. Mm-hmm. And I see that happening. Like I, I'd, I'd be completely fine if you're going to tell me I've got to spend fifty dollars, what sixty dollars a month, and I'm getting Nintendo or sixty dollars a year. I'm sorry, thank you. I keep on saying a month. <laughs> sixty dollars a year. I get Nintendo, SNES, N64, and GameCube. Yeah, I think that'd be really, really smart to do that. But I, yeah. I don't know. Also, let's be honest. We want cloud saves. That's not going to happen. That, and I, I kind of agree with you on that That's one, too. I don't, not gonna I don't think we're going to get cloud saves anytime soon. Also, um, the Nintendo UI for the eShop needs to be fixed. Please. Please. Good God. That is, especially if we get some sort of weird virtual console where we can go through it or any kind of download this game because you're on the Nintendo Switch online service. Are they just going to put like another tab on the eShop or something? It, Pro- it's probably. It's That's just kind of all so that it is on the DS. True. It's just so. Ugh. Yeah. The DS is also awful. Ugh. Yep. So. Um, this Anytime one, that you hear John say so, um, it's a new topic. It's a new just topic. In I, case you haven't noticed. Yeah. Today. Today is my day <laughs> to go. So. Uh, but. um. But. um. But. um. The Sega Game Gear. Let's 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 have a quick discussion about the Sega Game Gear. Sega Game Gear, their answer to the Game Boy back in the early 90s. Yes. Was discontinued in 1997. Yes. So, for anyone who doesn't know, the uh, the NPD group is pretty much an analysis group that kind of tracks sales of games. But okay. long and short, that's it. And they're usually a couple weeks behind. On when, like, they'll get all the analytics of the games and how, what sold where and how much and all that stuff. But one blip popped up on the with the NPD group, and questions so many questions were asked on Twitter of how did this happen? Yeah. And that was someone bought a brand new 
Game Gear game, which was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. This is from a retailer. A retailer. This is not from a used game store that it just happened to still be sealed. No, this is from, like, Toys R Us or Best Buy or GameStop or somewhere. Yeah. We don't know where. Oh, no. Half Price Books. It's right here. I literally see the tweet. I literally have just found the tweet. It's Half Price Books. Then that doesn't count. But maybe they put it in their system as new. But that doesn't count. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like those ooh. pictures don't load on my phone. Okay. Maybe maybe it's this, maybe it's not. I don't know. But 1992 is when this game came out. Yeah. It is 2018. I I am just blown away by that. That we yeah. we got a someone bought a brand new Game Gear game. That was new. That was yeah, new. It's completely sealed and just bought it on the whim? I, I don't know. I didn't... Well, it was only like seven bucks. Yeah. I, I find that absolutely just funny, really. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I agree with the group, the NPD group, too. Like, wait, hold on. What happened here? Everyone else saying this? This is just a weird glitch. There's, there's a yeah. blip saying Sega Game Gear. I don't can, know. Can, can we confirm or deny this? Or are we... <laughs> did someone just scan a UPC that was just... Coded to something else, and it wasn't that. Uh, someone, yeah. please, please, please find what's going on. I don't know. Rose. What? I know you like RPGs. I do. You love RPGs. I really do. And I'm it's still, a problem. still trying to find my RPG. You are. And I, I will find you it. Are. And I will yell from the mountaintops when I find the one that hooks me in. Well, I mean, you're playing a lot of games that have RPG elements. That's true. It's just I haven't found the quintessential RPG. Straight up RG- RPG. RGP. 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 You know, whatever. Tell me about the one that might actually get its RPG claws inside of me. I don't think it will. Probably not, but okay. I hope. So the people who did, uh, the developer of Starbound and the publisher of Stardew Valley, <coughs> oh, Chucklefish, me. which we've talked about Chucklefish a couple times on this show. Yes. They are coming out with a new RPG. It's called Eastward. And it's pixelated. It's super cute. It's kind of in the style of uh, Stardew Valley. I believe Starbound is the same kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, same kind of art style. And this looks so cute. Um, it's a look inst- inspired by 90s Japanese animation. And it's kind of a post-apocalyptic RPG. Uh, set in Japan, and you have to try and get through this. You have to try and survive the end of the world. Uh, the art style looks super cute. Go look up some pictures. I read somewhere. I don't remember if it was if it was this article or not, but like the way that they're doing the lighting, like the sun effects and everything, is actually more realistic on this pixelated graphic and it just gives it this surreal look that i absolutely love so i'm really sad though because right now this is only coming to pc and mac yeah i i agree like you showed me this and i fell in love but i'm a very artsy oh not artsy but i I love good game art yeah absolutely love it and this is absolutely adorable it's not like 
anything I can put together. Uh, it does have that Stardew ve- feel to it. Yeah. But it's not Stardew. It no. Is, the color palette is different. Very different. And I, I love that it is very Japanese inspired. Yeah. It's super cute. Uh, the game is called Eastward. I don't remember if I said that. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm just, excited, but I agree with you on the I'm sad it's only on Mac and PC. Yeah. We're going to get it on. Hopefully. I, because I know, like, I looked into Starbound uh-huh. a little bit and that one, like, it was one of their early games that they developed. Okay. And it had, it sounds like it's a little bit convoluted. And they actually are having a hard time unraveling it to try and bring it to Switch. So they don't know if they can. Okay. Because it's a very small studio. Gotcha. Like, it's not the people that developed Stardew Valley. Chucklefish only produced Stardew Valley. Yeah. Uh, But that being said, I did see a week or two ago that there's a hack for the PC where you can get Starbound crops in Stardew Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So it's Starbound Valley. Starbound Valley. (laughs) Nice. That that's awesome. I'm I'm excited for this. Random thing. We I will probably wait for it to come on the Switch. I don't know though. I'm we might download on. It depends on how much it is. Yeah. I'm sure that Steam will have a sale on it before it comes to Switch, so we we'll see what we do. And see what it's like. Oh, we'll see how many games I'm back I'm still behind God, on. The backlog is just oh. growing. And plus, like all of my games are JRPGs, so they take like five hundred hours each. God, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. That's I why don't I'm know. still playing the same game. I'm struggling trying to get through a thirty nine hour game. My yeah. god. My god. All right. You ready for our face palm? Oh God, I love this so much. This I is, I love this. This is pretty now, ridiculous. Now let, let let's preface this by intentions were noble. Yeah, intentions were noble in this face palm. They meant well. They meant well. It was, but not, no one thought we oh. can. But should we? They forgot the essential question. They they forgot the essential question. So a few weeks ago. Bully hunters was a thing. <laughs> now, most people are like, what What are the hell are you talking about? Bully hunters. I legitimately thought this was fake. Yeah, I thought it was fake, too. No, bully hunters was a the brainchild of a Chicago like. Uh, FCB Chicago, which apparently is just kind of like a um, word I'm looking for is I don't know blinking out of my thought process whatever but what it was it was designed to do was <laughs> to combat bullies on video games specifically cs uh csgo csgo by bullying the bullies yeah that was legitimately the the long and short the of whole it proce- thought process and i to not make matters worse but just to kind of give it a weird uh feel to it it was really designed for female gamers. Yeah. To call in a bully hunter who like female gamers who are being attacked because they're female. Yes. To call in a bully hunter to bully the person attacking her. Think of let's just let that send in just for a second. I legitimately thought this was fake at first. I'm going no oh, no no. Rose will be calling in some person 
Some D-bag. Yes. To jump into a CSGO game, because that's the only way you can legitimately oh. do it. I thought you were talking about calling out some D-bag. Oh, so calling out some D-bag. <laughs> yes, that's true, too. That's on true. CSGO. On CSGO. And you By call calling this a bully, bully hunter. hunter. Like, the bully hunter is in their gamer tag. Hey, I'm being bullied by so-and-so, some, so-and-so gamer tag mm-hmm. in this server, and they jump in and somehow get on your team and legitimately just don't even know. hunt down this specific person. And then just keep on spamming like, bully is not cool. Hold on, by the way, let me go ahead and kill you again. Yeah. I, I don't understand why this was a thing. I'm not talking about the idea of female gamers and harassment. That is a different topic. That's a different topic. For we, another we day. We don't want to get into it today. But. It's a problem. Just the idea of let's using a bully to to harass a bully. Yeah. Just. That's, in, in one game. Because God knows you can't. the only game it can work in. Yeah, apparently. you can't do it in like. Fortnite, you can't do it in. Well, Fortnite doesn't really matter because once you're you're out, you're out. You can't do it in Overwatch. You can't do it in COD, anything like that. Because the person jumps in in the middle of the match. Yeah, I mean, the bully hunter jumps in. What what server you on? I don't know. Okay, well, uh, what what map are you in? Okay, I mean this map. All right, I'm somehow I got in that map too. Where are you at right now? I'm in this building. Oh crap! I'm in that same building. We must not be on the same server. Why was this? even thought of a thing i, I that just I, blows my mind is it dead it, it is 100 percent dead now it is yeah they were oh like God. we uh missed the mark if you need something legitimately cringeworthy go watch the bully hunter stream oh seriously my god it have i never so, been wanted to scrub clean in my so life so awful and i we didn't even watch the whole thing we nope. watched little snippets of it and it's just so staged trying to be live and cool that it just not it makes you want to vomit. It really does. It was awful. So, I was just like, how does this fix anything bu- at all? Bully hunters, you might be dead, but let's bring it up to everyone. You are this week's face palm of the week. Yes. Good luck to you and your endeavors of making something better for all of us gamers. Because we do need something. We better. do need something better. I agree. Hey, what? I I, I apparently. We both apparently were born too early. Yes. We were both born way too early in life. Well, I've always said that I was just born at the wrong time of life. The wrong time. The wrong time? Okay. Just in general. In general, yeah. So, let's let's talk about esports. The new and upcoming sport, which... Yes, it's a sport. I, I, I say yeah. it's a sport. It's just weird for me personally... To call video games a sport. To call video games a sport. I I, I acknowledge it as a sport. I understand yeah. it. Absolutely. It is a sport. It's just still weird because, I I mean, I've played baseball, football, basketball. I played everything. And I. it's just weird. But you know what? I'm but still. that being said, golf and curling are also, also sports. sports. Yes. So. Pro Fortnite team signs a 13 year old. What? Yep. Apparently there is no age limit for being a pro Fortnite team. Pro Fortnite gamer? Yeah. Wow. Or team member? Team mem- that's I how I'm taking okay, this yeah, because like, I don't know how else to take that's this. That's true. That's a good point. But also like, Fortnite is technically not an esport yet. No, it's not. They're really 
trying to get at an esport, and it can be because you can play for uh, on squads. So okay. you can have a team. You can have a team of two. You can be solo, or you can have a squad of four. Which that's okay, cool. that's cool. You can do a lot of team building, and like you have to control your environment and be very vocal and communicate well. I'm down with that. It just blows my mind that there's a 13 year old legitimately making money on streaming Fortnite on a team. Yeah, that 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 blows my mind. Also, good for you, yeah. but just like really. Really? That that's crazy. But then what even became crazier mm-hmm. is the esports scholarships that yeah. are coming out. Which have been out for years, we found out. Yeah. But the, with Fortnite mainstreaming and yeah. I mean CNBC, variety, like just the normal quote unquote normal news <laughs> outlets yeah. talking about Fortnite. Now this has become a bigger thing that has been put into the spotlight of esports in yeah. general. So Ashland University is now offering a small scholarship to be on their Fortnite team. Yes. $4,000. Adding to their other esports scholarships for games like League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Global Global Offense, and Rocket League. Now they also have Fortnite. I literally just pulled up Ashland University's website, and on the very front, I've got a video going, and on the right... There's an esports thing that you can click on. I'm guessing go. go Eagles. Are are you guys the Eagles? Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, I, I want to double check. Um, but yeah, it's like it's really cool that they're offering this. I mean, the scholarship doesn't help a ton. No, because it's, it's only four thousand dollars, and their tuition is like thirty one thousand a year. Holy smokes! Yeah. So it's a little crazy. Yeah, but I mean, but in, in the sense starting. of yeah, in the sense of college, four Gs is four Gs, and that helps. Yeah. Players will be receiving backpack. Jersey jacket, gaming keyboard, gaming mouse, gaming mouse pad, and gaming headset. Players will practice in a state-of-the-art gaming center featuring 25 high-end gaming PCs and gaming chairs. The center will also feature two 65-inch high-definition televisions for coaching and entertainment purposes. Players will be mentioned by our coaches, or monitored, mentored, sorry, mentored. It's hard to see with this (laughs) small font. Mentored by our coaches to be successful in the game and in their academic studies. Uh, yeah, because fe- you have to keep your academics yeah, up. Featuring seminars from guest speakers, including professional players and industry leaders. That's so crazy. That's nuts. Just because of how new esports is. That's why I think it's crazy. I, I'm i flabbergasted by this, just because I'm like, man, I really would have loved to be an esports. Yeah. Uh, so you, you got a scholarship? That's cool. Yeah. I did too. I got a sports scholarship. I got a sports scholarship for esports. Wait, I'm sorry. What? What? What did you just say? What is esports? Yeah. First off, when we were in college, what is esports? Yeah. I mean, now it's more mainstream and people tend to know about it. Uh, But there are still plenty of people who are just like, "What? What? What do you? What is this esports?" Also, looking around on the scholarship aspect of it, Mm -hmm. Harrisburg University hosts international esport tryout. Over the weekend. Yeah. I just, I'm like, it's big when you just look up esports scholarship. How many articles I got from different universities just. Like this one's from ESPN. Yeah. And, and it's ESPN, which is really funny to me because ESPN a couple years ago fired one of their hosts for calling sport esports not a sport. Yeah. Like legitimately was like, no, because ESPN got rights to or opened up the doors like we're going to start doing esports and 
obviously you guys as sportscasters need to start talking about it. We're going to try and mainstream it. And one of these, one of their head, his name was Colin Cowherd. He actually like on his podcast, which is also, you could watch it live because he was on ESPN. Mm -hmm. Legitimately was like, almost this is BS. This is never a sport. I will never (laughs) acknowledge it as a sport. It is stupid. I almost saying, I don't know why ESPN is doing this. Two days later, he was on Fox Sports. That's so sad. (laughs) Which, okay, that's fine. But yeah, it was picked up. This is an ESPN article, and they just had people trying out to get on their esports team. Because here's the thing, like Harrisburg, Harrisburg University that you were just talking about. They're offering a full ride scholarship. Absolutely. Would I be going after that? League of Legends, Hearthstone and Overwatch. Absolutely. Seriously. Would I? And it's one of those. How are they finding people to try out for this? And how do you find out about these tryouts? Yeah. Like what? What do we what do we need to do? Like because regular sports, quote unquote. We know scholarships happen. I play football. I'm going to get a scholarship. You get scouted. I get scouted. While you're in high school. While you're in high school. So how are people scouting esports players? Because right now, it's not in high schools. Rose, Rose tell me. T- tell me how high schools are, are going to do this. I really don't know. I think it's almost going to have to start as just an out-of-school club. Uh-huh. Because... I mean, you were in sports. You yes. had an athletics period. Yes. So I did. one period of your day, you just focused on your sport. Yes. Uh, for when I when I played baseball, yeah, it I was mean, it was whenever you were in season. Yeah. When we were well out of season, I was in off season baseball, mm-hmm. and it was always our lunch period because the lunch period's longest. So I would go work out and do training for that, and then go to lunch. Yeah. At before Texas changed how sports work because they changed it from when i was a kid to now okay i went after school football like when we were in football football was after school baseball was my seventh period and i practiced from like two till about five or seven mm-hmm. now it's all in the morning to stay away from the heat oh okay yeah so i thought a lot of schools were still practicing after school too I, as far as i can tell i i know a couple schools that do practice in the morning to keep students out yeah. of the heat Unless think, you're obviously indoors. I thought that was just specific uh, sports. Like track was always in the morning. Yeah. And or the track, like yeah, swimming track is, was always in the morning. Track is always in the morning. I do know a couple of football, like like I said, some high schools. Yeah. Like you have your zero hour and you have to be there at seven in the morning and you yeah. practice from seven to like. Whenever school starts. Yeah. Whenever your like, second period starts or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Something. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's something I, I, I asked that I'm with you on that question. So it's just one of those. Is that going to be applied to esports now like are you going to create a class where you can do team building and training and things like that like is this going to be part of the curriculum so and if so how do you rate that because would that be that can't be like a pe credit because sports sports count as As a pe PE credit credit. but couldn't it but like esports you're not out there exercising and with all of the stuff coming from the White House, like I don't not so much this administration, but I know that with like the Obamas, uh, they were really pushing for healthier kids. Yeah. And how do you do that with esports? OK, so doing some research. OK, the National Federation of State High Schools, which I had no idea this was a thing. The primary U.S. leadership organization for high school sports announced that it will roll out esports nationwide. That's crazy. 
And it, you're right. Cause we were talking about this. How, where does this, how does this fit in? Yeah. I mean, cause this is a great way. Cause they, they really want to actually get esports in high school to help kids get that scholarship. Exactly. I you love have that. to learn how to work in a team. Yes. And I, you can't always just work with your friends. No, obviously you work well with your friends, but, but you need to know how to work with other people. And that's just a job skill. Exactly. You're right. That's It's a wonderful job skill to actually have, but it, it's one of those things like what's, what needs to happen with yeah. this is because you're right. Like if it's an after school club, that that's fine. Then I that's mean, just teachers volunteering their time. Yeah. To be coaches of the esports team of yeah. said high school or even esports team of said district. Cause maybe they just want to make it a district thing. True. Like some, like I know some gymnastics and some swim teams are just district. Which makes sense yeah. because there's typically not enough like swimmers or yeah. golfers or whatever. But it, it's very interesting because I was reading this article there. Like, where where does the money come in? Because at the end of the day, money has to happen. Yeah. And this is a like they really want to keep this this company, the um, Play Versus, I think. Yeah, Play Versus. They've, they've actually gotten a startup called Play Versus, which won the right to create a turnkey solution for NF. HS member organizations nationwide. Yeah, so the National Federation of State High Schools. State high schools. And they, they want to make this free. So they they've been talking to developers and game companies and like this is what we want to do. And all of them so far reading this article have been absolutely let's do this. Here are your game keys to make this happen for yeah. students. So then I guess the schools would just be responsible for the hardware. That's what I want to know, too. Like, are our schools going to be like, are we going to have to as like taxpayers, I guess? Yeah. Or is all like, of our funding state grants for getting extra computers? Yeah. Is it a gaming rig? Where do we put it in the school? But I mean, aren't there already classes for uh programming yeah, there's, and everything? There's programming so classes. Could you use those? You, in theory, could use those. There's there's. Schools that have game development classes, yeah. which have some of the highest like computers Dell can offer because most schools go with Dell because yeah. they give an educational discount. Yeah, and that's fine. But yeah, like what what do you do? Like where where do you put them? Where do you practice them? Because I'm all in yeah. for this one. I think it, I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Like because the because that gives colleges a place to scout. Exactly. Uh, the. The PS, uh, the play versus, I'm sorry, I was going to say PSVR. The play versus <laughs> infrastructure will can, will then connect players from two or more competing schools online, run the tournament, uh, to its uh, conclusion and log the results securely. So you yeah, literally, so you don't even have to travel with your no, team. You literally like, this is where it's going to come a little weird, but the play versus like app will have to be started with the game with like, the game i think it said you get into the game first and then you also log into play versus yes and then you connect to the rival school or the, the school you're going to be playing that day yeah. and you play your esport and hopefully like play versus you're going to have to go through the firewalls and all the crap that each individual district yeah. will go through to I mean, protect the students to, yeah you'll have to get a lot of things set up but i i find this so cool that we could legitimately be having high schools to do esports, yeah. I the quote, the quote from uh, Parnell, which I just missed his name. I think he's the play versus one of the play versus guys, like spearheading this. Uh, I th 
Is okay. it the play versus? Or? I don't remember. Someone, okay. There's 8 million kids today who don't play high school sports. One thing they'd be interested in, at least a few million of these kids, would be participating in structured, organized esports. Working with publishers allows us to be able to do that. We think that in the future we'll be able to send hundreds of thousands of kids each year to college on scholarships for participating in esports from a com- competition standpoint in high school. Because, like, one thing that I really liked from the article before uh, Howard University, I think it was, uh-huh. uh, they had tryouts for 20 people and they were giving scholarships to 16. That's Good a, God. That's so high. Also, Holy smokes. I didn't like, know that. Something like this with Play Versus. Um, I think that was in the article. Um, with Play Versus, I mean, that that's so cool that you don't have to travel because there are so many people who are so good at video games. Yeah. But they have such bad anxiety. Exactly. And like with this, you don't have to get as far out of your comfort bubble. No. You don't have to leave your security of friends Friend right there in the like, classroom. I mean, and that's the thing, like if it gets bigger, I could see them like putting it in the gym and yeah. having, your, having your school cheer you on, like have something like that. Like if you actually get to a state competition, yeah. then have, have it at an arena or something like the esports arena here in Dallas. I could see them. That, they'll they'll do that. Or even if you get it set up correctly, let's, let's say you just have the two schools stream it. Yeah. And then students can just, because students, students can, are really can good watch at it cheering. On Twitch. Yeah. Really good at cheering on their school. Yeah. It doesn't matter what sport it is, what, it, what they're doing, or even, even if non-sport like debate schools yeah. are really, really good at cheering on themselves they're themselves they're because they're pride. just like hey that's my friend that's my friend it gives them so school. much ownership and that that would really help the gamer in general because you're right exactly. the anxiety thing would really help like oh my god i actually have my have school behind me these people yeah. behind me that i didn't even think they noticed me yeah that just, would be really i was completely ignored awesome. you know the other thing that's super cool about play versus what's that there are no shooters isn't that fantastic? Like, I, we've talked about this. There is no correlation between violence in video games and gun violence in, shoot, in schools. No. But for the sake of keeping up appearances, I really like that there are no shooters. There will be no shooters. They announced that it will be... Um, what are their categories? I think there are three of them. They're, where where to go? Okay. Uh, uh, fighting games, MOBAs, and sports games. Yeah. So we'll have... Super Street Fighter Five. Yeah, we'll have Madden, and we'll have um, a League, League of Legends, Legends would be MOBA. I was yeah. like, wait, I'm blanking out on or Dota a, Two. Yeah, on those. And I, I actually I agree with that. Well, it'll kind of suck for like the people who are or the yeah. colleges that are doing Overwatch teams, or yeah. like I said, the Fortnite but, Fortnite teams. Yeah. So I mean, they'll still have a little bit of searching to do for those. Yeah, but. But a lot of times, uh, these kids would probably be working on Fortnite on the side, exactly. and in the meantime, they're learning how to work in a team. They're learning. They're learning actual strategy to a game, and not yeah. just run and gun. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> I'm, You're I'm, getting better I'm now. Trying to, I'm trying to learn strategy. Uh, I'm trying to do strategy. You're getting better at sneaking. I, I'm getting a lot better at sneaking, and just the time that it, it takes to, uh, the time you have to take to put in to be a pro gamer. 
Yeah. With this, I, I think this would be very supportive. Learning how to train themselves. Yes. I or think the, how much time they have to devote while still keeping up their academics. Well, and that's that's the key point, keeping up academics. So yeah. I, I did a little research on what does it take to be a pro gamer? I'm 31. Let me let me shoot for the stars a little bit. Let's see what happens. <laughs> You're too old, man. I'm, I'm too, I am legitimately too old. Yes. I, I really I, yeah. I'm coming to that conclusion. Yeah. But like one esports team, I think it was like Chicago's Overwatch team. I might be missing this up. Eight hours a day and they train oh two to three hour segments. Take a break. Two or three hour segment. Take a break. Two or three hour segment. Take a break. They have their coach. They're running actual plays in Overwatch. <laughs> And That's it's like one of the things you have to keep on your game. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the players was actually like, I wasn't expecting having to do stretching before and after each gaming <laughs> session because my wrists are so messed up now. Oh, like and, and there, there is legitimately like people. Oh, it's a video game. Just sit and do nothing. No, you have so much like there. I think there's more mental than there is physical. Yes. But let's be honest, even me playing a little bit of. Fortnite on the PC because you're not used to PC. I'm, games. I'm not used to PC games and I have giant freaking hands. So oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it still hurts my pinky after a while to hit that shift button because shift yeah. means run. Yeah, shift yeah. means run. Brandy, he's finally learning. Sh- Aren't you run. so proud of him? Yeah, shift is run. Shift is run. And you have to hold down shift. You have to hold down shift. Yeah, yeah. he didn't realize that. I didn't realize first. that. Uh, he I, thought I, he could just hit shift in Fortnite goes. and he would just go. It, but that's not how it that, works. That's not how it works. I think this is cool. Going back to the high school team or high school esports thing. Yeah. They're trying to implement it this fall. 2018, yeah. they're trying to get it. They've got 18 to 20 states they kind of represent yeah so we'll see how many high schools it gets into i'm yeah i'm interested to see if texas is one of those states i kind of hope it is i just don't know if it would be our area yeah i because i'll I'll go i'll go watch it i would if if they allow yeah if they stream it that'd be cool that might be weird for adults to go on to a high school campus (laughs) maybe we should just stream it (laughs) sir who's your son what uh Um, no one uh the the kid in the crowd over that that one right there don't worry about it don't worry about it it's cool (laughs) it is cool yeah i I see this creepy yeah it could be that's a valid valid point i i see this as nothing nothing but positive for students in general because let's be honest college ain't cheap no college is not a cheap thing so if playing video games and keeping your grades up gets you more money to go to college where you don't have to then get it out of power pocket. to you more power to you go after that dream hey mom Please. and dad guess what playing video games is now a legitimate way to make money yeah good lord why didn't i know that 15 <laughs> years ago because it wasn't a thing or it wasn't a thing or good lord why didn't i know i could be working ago. for ign oh seriously my god that been cool that's a different story altogether yeah i don't have anything else do you no that's it that's it all right well like this podcast we're on every single podcast listening all the ones apps, we can find all the ones we can find and also youtube yes like this video on youtube subscribe to us on youtube follow us on we are at the geek level yes. on all our social media we're on twitter <laughs> facebook and instagram yep uh past that come back next week and don't forget always level up <laughs> <laughs>